Welcome back to Sideline Exposure. I am your host, Mitchell Crossan, and this is Exposure 127. And we are starting this off with a continued discussion surrounding the Big Ten and the new media rights deal that's going to take place here soon. Reportedly, the ESPN is out, so let's go ahead and dive into what that means. Reportedly, ESPN has pulled out of the media rights negotiations with the Big Ten, and this does end a 40-year relationship between the Big Ten and ESPN. So that's a pretty big deal. But this was really a decision that came from both sides. And it seemed like ESPN was just kind of hanging on to a thread with the Big Ten. Reportedly, ESPN turned down a seven-year, $380 million offer from the Big Ten, which in return gave them about 13 games per season. The important thing to note here is that this package, this 13-game per season package, would have been about half of ESPN's current 27-game Big Ten package. And this offer would have also limited the network's access to the second and third best Big Ten matchups and only during the primetime window. So this can pose the question, why would the Big Ten offer half of its value than what they previously offered to ESPN, who's been with them for 40 years? Well, they like Fox Sports. We know that. Fox is still in with the Big Ten. But also CBS and NBC are interested. And now that ESPN is out, they are both considered to be the front runners to purchase the remaining quote-unquote inventory for the Big Ten Conference. So this makes sense why ESPN wouldn't take this deal, right? We're not going to give you, you know, 300 plus million dollars and get half of the games that we already have now. And it felt like the Big Ten almost didn't want ESPN because this is what they're trying to do now with Fox NBC and CBS, which by the way, CBS is expected to offer $350 million for that 3.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time window. Once everything is finalized, you can start thinking about the Big Ten football in Saturdays as almost like an NFL schedule. They'll have three time windows on three different networks. So Fox Sports, which has the big noon kickoff, as we know, CBS would have the 3.30 kickoff, and NBC would have the 7 p.m. kickoff, all Eastern Standard Time. This new meteorites deal for the Big Ten as a whole is going to be huge. Reportedly, it's being estimated at around $1.2 billion a year. That's billion with a B. So now, if you're ESPN, you're going to say, okay, well, maybe we can focus on the Pac-12 and the Big 12, who I think they both have their current meteorites deal expiring in two years. But also... Starting in 2024, the league is paying, the league being ESPN, is paying the SEC roughly $300 million a year for their top games. So the Big Ten is totally making moves here. In a world, a college football world where it feels like the SEC, I mean, they are the best conference. It always feels like they're a step ahead. They were the first ones to expand their conference in regards to poaching Texas and Oklahoma, joining their conference, and the Big Ten has followed suit grabbing USC and UCLA. But this new media rights deal for the Big Ten, this is a ton of money. $1.2 billion is crazy. We talked about CBS being expected to pay around $350 million per year, but also NBC is expected to pay around the same amount. And I don't know, maybe it's just me, but it's felt like, especially over these last couple of seasons, that ESPN and Fox have been in the middle of this battle and that they're almost rivals to each other. Right, So ESPN has the exclusive rights to the SEC, and Fox has primary rights to the Big Ten media rights. 
once it comes time where we start talking about college football playoff expansion, I'm interested to see when that current media rights deal ends, how it goes about having multiple media partners for the CFP as well, maybe getting Fox involved in that next deal. And I'm also just going to throw this out there. Notre Dame, right? We've heard the rumors about, hey, could they be next in joining the Big Ten? They have their media rights deal with NBC. Now, with NBC's relationship with the Big Ten, could that help push Notre Dame to join the Big Ten? Now, that wouldn't have to happen now. Any sort of these potential decisions do not have to be made and locked in before the Big Ten does officially sign their new deal. And there have been multiple people involved in this process who told The Athletic that they expect the league's contracts to include triggers. So that would allow for renegotiation in the event of a new addition, like a Notre Dame and a Stanford or whatever. And that would also automatically adjust the payouts if that happened. And these payouts, I mean, it's a pretty good number. The Athletic reports here, the current projection for the 14 teams in the Big Ten, the payout is 57.1 million dollars per team for the 2023 fiscal year, which started July 1st. To put that into a little bit more of a perspective, in 2001, that payout number was 7 million. And even in just 2016, it was 33.5 million. So things are moving at a very fast pace for the Big Ten. And when I think about these payouts to the universities as a result of these new media deals, I start thinking about, well, with name, image, and likeness and where we're at with that and how that's moving along so quickly. I mean, it feels like we might get to a point where some of these payouts and some of this money is going to the players directly. I mean, does anyone else think that or think that's not an option, especially with just the way the sport is going and how fast NIL is moving? There's so much money in these huge deals and that's going back to these schools, I'd be surprised if we didn't get to a point down the line where there wasn't at least a payout to the players directly. And if we're going down that road and if we're just essentially paying players, that continues to change everything about college football, right? Because that's the whole issue that the NCAA has had with name, image, and likeness and not letting players either receive payment or benefit off of their NIL is that it all stems back to being an amateur. Amateur status, amateurism, you can't benefit off of anything if you can't be paid. That's the whole reason why this hasn't happened sooner. And in order to break that status of amateurism, that doesn't mean you have to pay them. It means that they can benefit off of their name, image, and likeness. Once they do that, even if they aren't being paid directly like you would get in a game check like you are in the NFL, if you're benefiting off of your NIL, you are no longer in amateur status. College football <laughs> just kind of feels like an amateur professional league, if that makes sense. I'm curious to see the length of this new deal, this media rights deal in the Big Ten, once that officially comes out. But until then, that will conclude this week's episode of SE. You can find us on our social medias at Sideline Exposure, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, at Sideline Expose on Twitter. College football is right around the corner. We're excited. I'm excited. I'm going to the week one Ohio State Notre Dame game in Columbus. That'll be awesome. There'll be some more buildup to that game as we get closer. But in the meantime, thanks for listening. And as always, go Bucks.